What's going on, everybody? Glenn P. Brooks Jr. here. I'm an author, I'm a speaker, and I'm a coach. And I want to welcome you to We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I get the opportunity to add value to entrepreneurs, business owners, and ministry leaders, both on and offline. This episode is going to be no different. Stick around, and we're going to get started right now. Well, I'm super excited to be back with you guys for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. We've been talking recently about this idea of telling the story behind the brand. And before we really get into that today, I want you to think about when you think about a story, when you think about the power of a story, what you often will think about is how it draws you into the moment. And I honestly believe that every brand, every major brand, even minor brands, people that you don't even know, there is a story behind why they do what they do. Simon Sinek said it best. He said that people don't do business with you because of what you do. They do business with you because of why you do it. And on today's edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, um, I'm crazy excited to have uh, a friend, a colleague, a a brother, um, a client who has become family. Um, his name is Robert YB Youngblood. He's known as the LinkedIn locksmith. And although we're recording this live at the moment on Clubhouse, we've been talking all week this week on Clubhouse about production and how it matters in every area of business. And I want y'all to know here on the podcast that I've watched this guy produce out of thin air. Um, He's an incredible connector, and uh, I'm just super excited to have him on the stage today and also have him on this edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. YB, it's great to have you, bro. How you feel? I am tremendously blessed by the best, Glenn. Thanks so much for the opportunity to serve you and your audience. No, I absolutely love it, my friend. Here's what I want everybody to get real quick, YB, and I want you to chime in on this even before we get into your story. I want everybody to think and get this in in their head. When we talk about production, and we've been dealing with this particular subject, can you give us, even before you get started today, one lesson that you've learned in business or ministry around actually launching a product or service? I think it'll be incredibly valuable. Yeah, absolutely. So the moment you you brought up the conversation, I immediately thought about what I launched last November, this time uh, last year, uh, the LinkedIn Recommendation Challenge. Uh, it was an idea that was in my head earlier in 2020. I was sitting on it. I really wasn't going to do it because, I, you know, I just it was a lot of fear and doubt and just not really believing in my ability to get things done. Yes, I'm the LinkedIn locksmith. Yes, I know what I'm doing on LinkedIn, but you know, would anybody even show up? Would anybody even support? That was that was what that was was in my head at that time. And so I said, you know, I'm going to go ahead and do it. I think you and I had a conversation and I just got pulled the trigger. And it was probably the best thing I could have ever done because I, what I did was initially it was going to be like a 90-day experience, but I said no. I'm going to do 30 days at a clip. And so five weeks, I would go in, meet every Sunday from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I I had a cohort of people whose only focus in that journey was to be active on LinkedIn and to give LinkedIn recommendations. Because in my mind, I knew if I could get people to become more active on the platform and to focus on giving— it would produce a tsunami of activity because once you give, it opens up the door for you to receive. Well, we went five straight months uh, doing that. 
I, I put a pause to it because the summer hit and I'll be bringing that back. But the lesson that I learned was if you sit on an idea and you don't launch it, there's lives that are in the balance. There's people's businesses that are going to be impacted because you didn't launch that idea. Let me tell you why. Because in that first cohort, I had one young lady who generated $30,000 in revenue because she went through the cohort. She went through the cohort. I don't know if she would have generated that $30,000 on on LinkedIn had she not become active. I had another gentleman who generated $10,000 as a result of being active on LinkedIn. So so I, I shudder to think what would have happened if I did not launch that service and how many lives or businesses would have been affected as a result of me not operating in what I was supposed to do. So the lesson that I learned was, and this is something that I share with each and every one of you, if you got an idea that you've been sitting on, just put it out there because you will never know who you're going to impact unless you give birth to that thing. And even if no one does show up, just realize you're being impacted. So that's the lesson that I learned from just uh, producing a service that could potentially impact the lives of other professionals or businesses that that product or service is intended for. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. Guys, for those of you all who are just maybe tuning into this podcast, I'm talking to my good friend, Robert Wabi Youngblood, and um, I want to begin to drill down, Wabi, on sort of the story behind your brand. Um, Those of us who know you best, we know you as Wabi the Connector. Um, Back in the day, we would have called you the plug. Like, if you want something, if you want to get to somebody, if you want to know somebody, Wabi is a guy. Um, he's mastered LinkedIn. The way he navigates LinkedIn is phenomenal. And he can get to people in a matter of a few clicks of a button. And he also can introduce you to them. But there is a whole story behind that brand. And what I would just want to kind of have you unpack, and I want you to kind of go into who you are, what you do, why you do it, who you do it for. But can you begin to take us all the way back, bro? And if you can, begin to uh, paint a picture of how uh, the story behind your brand informed your brand come on talk to me yeah absolutely peace and blessings once again uh rob yb youngblood i am the chief connecting officer of yb connects uh and in many circles i'm known as the linkedin locksmith because of my ability to unlock the power of linkedin for entrepreneurs and sales sales professionals specifically because currently the mindset that people have is that linkedin is specifically for job seekers. And I've helped over 500 entrepreneurs to begin to level up on LinkedIn so they can generate more visibility, credibility, and profitability. I'm a master connector. I'm in the publishing space. I'm an author. I'm a husband. I'm a proud dad. And I am excited about going deeper in terms of my brand. I want to paint this picture. It was 2004. And I was about to graduate from Virginia Union University here in Richmond, Virginia. It had taken me eight years to finish a four-year degree. You see, I came to college on a full scholarship uh, from the South Bronx. I grew up in a single-parent home. My father was murdered when I was two. And so when I came to college on a full scholarship, my desire was to be able to finish in four because that's what we're supposed to do, right? Uh, but at the end of my second year, I ended up giving my scholarship back. And the reason why I gave my scholarship back was because I was supposed to maintain a 3.3 GPA, 3.275. 
Now, I know most people will probably say, well, couldn't they rob And the answer was no, because in the fine print, it says you need to maintain a 3.3. So that, that began a series of downward spirals, which prompted me to leave school at the end of 2000. When I got back home, I was introduced to a business concept <laughs> that literally changed my life. I had an alpha brother who reached out to me and invited me to his home to take a look at a business plan. And I didn't really understand the business plan, but the gentleman who was speaking mentioned something to me that then hit me again in 2004. He mentioned the fact that in building a business and being in business, you have the opportunity to leave a legacy to your children and your children's children. And I I felt like a, a ton of bricks had, hit, had been hit, hitting me in my head because my father was murdered when I was two. My father didn't prepare anything for me or my, my children. And I thought when I turned 18, 21, 25, that I would get a knock on the door and say, hey, here's your legacy. That didn't happen. So when I heard that message, it prompted me to, 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 to say, you know, I want to do this business, but I want to be an entrepreneur. Now, keep in mind, fear, doubt, all of the things that stop most business uh, professionals or business owners from, from building a business, it hit me. And so I quit six months I was done but fast forward to 2004 I was about to graduate from Virginia Union and I had another alpha brother approach me he approached me three different times about a business he never told me what the business was but he said bro young blood he was an older guy uh, imagine Dick Gregory with a long gray beard right this is what this brother looked like brother James Henry Allen and he approached me three different times about a business idea he said bro young blood I want to connect with you about a business I never told the brother no, but I never made time for him. So when I graduated from Virginia Union University and I realized I didn't have a full-time job lined up, I had taken eight years to finish a four-year degree, I called Brother Allen and I said, Brother Allen, let me take a look at this business you're talking about. So he came to my apartment. I was living in student housing at the time, rented furniture, you know, I was broke. And he sat down on my rented couch and he said, Brother Youngblood, let me tell you about my life. And he went in about how he served in the Army and how he, you know, became a CPA and was almost like the mayor of Patterson, New Jersey. And he was, you know, came to Richmond, Virginia. And I was intrigued by that because I still had this gap from, from losing my father, from, from not having my father. And so Brother Allen in, at that moment became a father figure for me. He laid out this plan. As a matter of fact, he didn't even show me no plan. He just showed me a bunch of catalogs. And I said, okay, what do I need to do next? And that became a 12-year journey of building my Amway business. Now, I know many of you who listen to this like, Amway? Isn't that the pyramid scam? Isn't that the, 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 you know, the, the, the network marketing? Yeah, it, Amway. Yep. As a matter of fact, I'm proud to talk about Amway. Why? Because Amway is a corporation that produces products no different than Pepsi. No different than Coca-Cola, no different than Apple. But that journey is what prompted me to build YB Connects because as I was building my Amway business, I developed the communication, leadership, and relationship building skills that I teach my clients today. And yeah, there's misconceptions about the business model uh, and how people operate. And trust me, there's certain things that I would tell people not to do when they go through that experience. But the the value that I gained from 
going through this process is what I teach people today in my business with YB Connects, in what I do with, with LinkedIn. The confidence that I have now to connect with people came as a result of me having to be uncomfortable with connecting with people in person. I remember the first time I, I went out with what we call in, in network marketing, contacting people, right? And I was with my mentor, John Coleman, and he took me to a Barnes & Noble. And he just was casual with just having conversations with people. And I was shook. Imagine me, the master connector, the LinkedIn locksmith, standing in a corner by a bookshelf and being shook about talking to a person. Yes, that was me, 2004. I was shook. But as a result of learning those valuable skills, I was able to take that skill set and I contacted my wife. You see, Janelle and I went to college together. We didn't date in college. I knew who she was. As a matter of fact, I dated her roommate. And before you start calling me a dog, Janelle and I didn't date. I was a sophomore. She was a freshman. I dated her roommate. God showed me my wife before I knew who my wife was. And I had an opportunity to speak to a group of youth for a nonprofit that she was on the board for. And as a result of what John Tolman, Coleman taught me about communication, leadership, and networking, I was able to drop a message that invited Janelle to take a look at my business. Janelle became a part of my business. She became a part of my life. And she's a major part of my story. All because I was able to overcome fear and doubt to begin to build this business. And so, you know, I went through the process of ups and downs, ups and downs, trials and tribulations, you know, building teams, losing teams. And then in 2012, I was laid off from a nonprofit position. And as I was as I was leaving this position for the last time, I prayed to God that he would deposit within me something that would allow me to live for him while utilizing my gifts and talents to be a blessing to others. And that's when YB Connects was downloaded into my spirit. YB, which is who I, I became when I was a freshman at Virginia Union because a young lady didn't believe my last name was Youngbloods. She called me YB and it stuck. Connects because that's what I do. That's my gift. And I literally give my gift away. And so as a result of, 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 of accepting the invitation of my alpha brother when I transitioned out of school, as a result of, of, of accepting my invitation of my alpha brother to take a look at a business, as a result of learning from my mentor, John Coleman, how to communicate, lead, and, and build relationships, I now have transitioned away from the Amway business, and I'm building my own business to focus on empowering, inspiring, and impacting people in those areas because networking is not a skill that's being taught anymore. We wonder why we're not getting results on social media because folks don't understand the foundation of communication. They would just jump in the DM and start telling people what they want versus asking people what they want, right? So instead of me coming in and saying, uh, hey, I, I want to show you how to be uh, top rank on LinkedIn, I'm going to ask them, have you ever considered using LinkedIn as a prospecting tool? It's two different questions. So I teach these things so people can get more confidence, more clarity, more connections, and more cash flow. And if I had if I had way more time, I can go into super super details. Uh, but I, I, one thing I want people to take away is that no matter how you start, your story 
will lead to opportunities to impact more people. And that's how I've been. You know, I've, I've been through setbacks. I've been through uh, struggles, you know, from being uh, uh, laid off three times in, in a matter of eight months from, you know, being broke. I, I remember when I met with Janelle for our meeting at the executive lunch lounge in, in the Federal Reserve. And she was having lunch, and I was sitting there drinking water. And she said, uh, are you not going to have any lunch? I said, no, I'm fasting right now. I wasn't fasting. I was broke. I had no money to pay for lunch. But she didn't know that. As a matter of fact, she was highly impressed until I told her the truth. But <clears throat> that confidence, that boldness to be able to make an impact is what not, not only prompted her to become a part of my business, but she became a part of my life. And so... Uh, that, that's that's a, that's a, a kind of a glimpse into the story of YB, and uh, and I'm open to taking any any questions that you might have, Glenn. Yeah, one of the things I want to do, and I appreciate you unpacking that, and and it's a theme that obviously has been woven through your entire story, and and, and it's one word, well, two words, setback. I want to, I want to unpack that a little bit. I think that a lot of times, particularly when it comes to building a brand, uh, a lot of people, and, I, and I'll use myself as an example, I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. It was not um, a desire. It wasn't a dream. It wasn't something that I longed to do. And part of that was because if I'm really, really honest, I had a fear of failure and a fear of responsibility. So I didn't want all of it to be, quote, on my shoulders. Just let, give me one part. Let me run with that. I'll be amazing on a, on a team full of amazing people. My question, YB, is when, when, when it talks to when, when we're talking about setback, how does setback actually push you forward and not defeat you? Because when you think about it, setback is designed. I mean, when, when it comes, no, nobody's thinking pushing through it. But you've been able to do that on multiple occasions, and you've shared that. But can you give us some insight as to how setback has caused you or how have you been able to push through uh, setback or adversity? There, there are two men who use the following phrase. And, and when I heard the phrase, it just stayed in my spirit. Dr. Willie Jolly and uh, Les Brown. I heard both these men say that a setback is a step for a comeback, right? A setback is a setup for a comeback. And when I heard that, what I what I realized was that with every setback that I would have, as long as I maintained a positive attitude, I had to look for the comeback. Um, in, in Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, it says that in every adversity, there is a seed of an equal greater benefit. Right? In every adversity, meaning in every setback, in every setback, I mean every setback, there is a seed of an equal or greater benefit. My, my, one of my business mentors, Rocky Covington, he added to that. He said, in every adversity, there's a seed of an equal or greater benefit, but only for the mind that is positive. Mm. You see, you're going to go through adversity. I went through adversity. I went through setbacks. My father was murdered when I was two. I grew up in a single-parent home, You know, went through all this stuff. Adversity, setback. But the last part that Rocky Covington helped me to understand was that I had to maintain a positive outlook and a positive mentality. Why? Because that positive mentality would allow for me to look for the seed of an equal or greater benefit. You see, the seed is already there. But if you've got a negative mindset, you're not focusing on the seed. You're focusing on the adversity. And we all do it. We all focus on the adversity. 
But what I learned to do, which you have to, which I had to learn to train my mind and listen to the mentors and the coaches who were more successful than I was. The reason why they were more successful than I was wasn't because they were successful. They were willing to go through the go through to get to where they needed to go to. Mm-hmm. Right. And so so most people, when they think about failure, they think about failure as two polar opposites. So they run away from failure thinking that they're getting closer to success when in actuality you have to go through failure to get to success. It's kind of like driving through New Jersey to get to New York. Like you can't avoid it. Now you can, you know, play around and say, well, I can drive through Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. It's going to take you way, way more time when you could just go through New Jersey from 95 South to get to New York. Right. So if you go through failure, you, it's not really failure. It's just lessons learned, right? And so, and so for me, you know, setbacks are a setup for a comeback. And once that locked into my spirit, anytime I hit a brick wall, anytime I hit adversity, I may, I may take a moment to breathe and say, man, you know, I'm going to just let that breathe because that kind of hurt. You know, that was, that was tough. That was a tough pill to swallow. But I will never forget what Rocky Covington, Les Brown, and Dr. You know, Jolly said in every adversity. There's a seed of an equal or greater benefit, but only for the mind that is positive. And so I, mm-hmm. I, I stand by that, and that's what's had, what that's what has helped me to overcome setback. No, I love it. I love it. If you guys are just tuning in to We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast, talking to my great friend uh, Rob YB Youngblood. Um, we call him the LinkedIn locksmith. He is known as a connector in every space that I've ever seen him show up in. He has this unique ability to connect people. One of the things that I really love about your story, YB, is that you navigating setback took a great deal of intentionality, and you just added something to the mix, and I could talk to you about this stuff all day. I want to allow some people to ask you some questions but the truth of the matter is is that that set uh, that setback it's a setup for a comeback but the truth of the matter is it's for those people who are looking for where they need to be and and they have to have you know a positive mindset to do that what do you do to nurture a positive mindset what do you do to nurture uh, you know, come against the negative self-talk. Um, and then we're going to get some people up here to ask you some questions. I'm sure you've unlocked some things for some people. Yeah, absolutely. So my mentor, I, I talked about John Coleman. He taught me this equation. He said, dream plus struggle equals victory. As a matter of fact, he told me dreams times struggle equals victory, right? So it's, it, it alters the equation a little bit, right? Because you, the, the struggle is consistent. It's going to always be there, right? It's, it's, it's always going to be there. But what allows for you to get to the victory is the strength and the, and the size of your dream. You know, struggle is consistent. It's always going to be there. But if you have a tremendous dream, and when I talk about dream, I'm not talking about what you get when you sleep. I'm talking about you can literally envision the six figures in the bank, right? You can envision the amount of checks that you can cut to organizations because you overcame your struggle. You can, you can, you can see the amount of books that you can give away because you completed the book because that book is going to impact lives, right? You can see it like the vision, the dream is what allows for, for me to push 
past the struggle, right? The fact that I wanted to be a a, a worthy uh, spouse to my wife, because truth be told, my my both my wife and I come from single parent homes. So the fact that we've been married 16 years, oh my gosh, like that is unheard of in our immediate family, right? The fact that we have two beautiful daughters and that I've been in my daughter's lives longer than my father was in mine, that's the dream, right? So so, so having the dream, meaning if you could just sit down and say, okay, if money wasn't an object, right? If money, if money wasn't a part of the equation, what would you do with your time? What would you do with your life? What would you do with your gift? The answer that you give when you answer those three questions, that's the beginning of the dream. Now, the one thing you don't want to do is to start analyzing the dream. Oh, well, you know, I, I don't know if I could go and make that happen. I don't, no, no, no. We're not asking you to do that. We're asking you to put the dream on paper. What would you accomplish if you could not fail? <clears throat> that's the dream. <clears throat> and once you have the dream, then you prepare for the struggle. You ask me, how do I do that? Number one, I get around people who have a, a stronger positive outlook than I do. You know, I sent you a text yesterday with a, with a testimony in the making. If I didn't have you in my circle, I couldn't have done that. So now I'm focusing on the negative instead of sending a message to you because your outlook is, is, is greater than mine at times. And you offer me a word of encouragement and a challenge to get back on track to where I said that I wanted to be. That's, that's how I overcome, you know, the adversity, the challenge to read, you know, get my mind into something positive uh, that will allow me to think about thoughts that will keep my mind positive. I listen to motivational material, right? I I don't, I don't intentionally watch stuff that's going to now take my mind into a negative place. So those are the things we have to protect our brain as if it was, a basket of golden apples that was worth millions of dollars. And if you just let people come and snatch them apples, you deserve what you get. You have to protect that thing. Your brain is valuable. God created you. He didn't make any junk. And the most valuable thing that he gave you was a brain that can that can do and, and allow you to achieve anything that you want to achieve. You got to protect that thing. And so that's that's the way that I you know, overcome setback, how I prepare for setback, because it's coming. It's coming. Mm. And we, we're, in, we're in the fall time, right? The leaves are falling off the trees. The snow is coming. Unless you're down in Louisiana, they probably don't get no snow. So she probably, what's snow? But, but in Richmond, Virginia, the snow is coming. So what does that mean? You got to prepare. Get your, get, your, get your car taken care of, get your tires taken care of, get your, get your snow plows, get whatever you need to get. Why? Because it's coming. And if you don't prepare now when it comes, you're going to be smacking yourself in the head because, like, man, why did I prepare? So that's, that's how I get ready for adversity. And, and, and it, it doesn't mean that the sting of adversity is not strong. It just means I'm willing to bounce back from the sting of adversity. Well, brother, let me just say this, man. Um, I, um, I, I, I love it. I, and I appreciate you, Jack, um, on so many levels. YB. something that you said, and it just resonates with me and we'll close here is, uh, you said, listen, the setback is coming. I, I heard you say winter is coming. 
just prepare like you know is coming. For those of you guys who've been tuned in with us, this is We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I'm Glenn P. Brooks, Jr., that's my friend, Robert Wabi Youngblood, and uh, he's doing some amazing things. Wabi, how can people find you, man? Yeah, the best place to find me is on LinkedIn. I live on LinkedIn. Uh, you can just pull my name up, Rob YB Youngblood, and my profile will pop up. I encourage you to send a personalized note. Let me know that you heard me here on uh, Glenn's podcast, and I'll be more than happy to connect with you. Uh, you can also connect with me on Instagram, uh, YB The Connector, and uh, I look forward to adding value to you and identifying ways to assist you in overcoming your adversity so you can reach your uh, victory. I appreciate you, brother. Listen, guys, that's a wrap for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I say it every week, and I'm going to continue to say it. it's what I live by. You cannot get to any place of significance by yourself, and there's a reason behind that. It's because we all need some help. Y'all be good, and we'll see you on the next program. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us once again for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Uh, be sure to download this, and if you need to connect to us any kind of way, uh, you can reach us at www.glennpbrooksjr.com. At the end of the day, y'all already know what time it is. You cannot get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. Y'all be good, and we'll talk soon. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us once again for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Uh, be sure to download this, and if you need to connect to us any kind of way, uh, you can reach us at www.glennpbrooksjr.com. At the end of the day, y'all already know what time it is. You cannot get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. Y'all be good, and we'll talk soon.